Hello and welcome to Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. I am your host, Uncle Steve, and on the line with me, formerly of Perth, Australia, formerly of Melbourne, Australia, I have the flip-flop, the thong, the horseshit guru, Matthew in Taylor Swift's kingdom, baby. In the kingdom, baby. <laughs> You're still How in the kingdom. We? Yeah. Hello. Yeah, well, I guess next week it'll be official whether we get to keep calling it another year or not, right? Yes, I know. It's been a while since we haven't called it mm-hmm. the kingdom. I wonder what'll happen. One week to go. I'm very, very excited like the rest of us people here. I bet you are. I bet you mm. are. Yeah. Looking, this, looking forward to it as well. That'll be a this, fun game. They said we'd never make it. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are again. Yeah. Yeah. So, Matthew. Hello. Happy February. <laughs> well, thank you. It's so nice of you to remember. Yeah. So, uh, how are we? We are doing very well. That's my line. Why are you using my line? Nah. Get your own material. Okay. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Okay. Did you tell me you were amped up on caffeine as well oh, right now? I tell you what, I'm buzzing like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I, I came straight from the coffee shop, and um, I managed to get out and have a, a coffee with a friend I hadn't seen for a while. Oh, and- I just got a text. Uh, I got I just got a text from Simeon. He said, "Since Matt's so amped up on coffee, should we oh. expect any talk of Paris this week?" Uh, yeah, you're funny, aren't you? <laughs> All right, so how about I'll break the I'll break the silence here. What did you listen to this week? Oh, I wasn't ready for that. Uh, what did I listen to? Well, okay, apparently what I did. Uh, I don't know if you know about this. If you did know, you've never mentioned anything to me. Okay. There was an Anthrax album that I was just not aware of, uh, Anthrax XL. XL. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, is it like a greatest hits type of thing or what? Maybe so, but it was a live in the studio album. When was this? This is a couple of years ago, and I only found out I was listening to an Anthrax episode on a podcast, Mm -hmm. and they mentioned it. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, because I go and I have a look on Spotify, and if I'm looking for something on Anthrax, I just, I don't really skim through. I usually know what I want to listen to, Mm -hmm. so I go straight to it. Yeah. But yeah, I heard mention of this. Went on there. I was like, oh, here's XL sitting at the top of the list. Yeah. And it's good. Like, um, there's a lot of old tracks on there. There's some of the newer tracks and that. But stuff that I, you know, I've seen Anthrax a few times, uh, but there's tracks on there that I've never heard live. And it was really good. And I forgot I should have mentioned that to you during the week. I was going to ask you about that if you'd heard of it. So it's not, it's not like the Machine Head thing where they it's, did that full album. No, it's a mixture. It's as if you went to a concert and they're playing all different, okay. all different tracks. And I did think about the Machine Head album that they did like that. And one yeah. of the things that, that I liked about Machine Head mm-hmm. was, you know, some bit of banter back and forth and comments. You didn't get that with this. It was purely tracks. Sure. Nothing to take away from how good it was. You know, it was still good. But um, So, what, was, like, what's a song? What's a couple of songs that were on there like you'd never heard live before? Oh, off. Uh, was it Gung Ho? There was some stuff off Spreading the Disease. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a song I like. One of the lesser songs. God, you know, I Medusa? 
No, no, I've heard that plenty of times. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Armed and Dangerous. I'd never heard that live. Okay, okay. And I really like that. But no, it was good. It was solid as I'd like to go back and have a listen. Yeah. But it's it's a pretty long listen. Gotcha. And gotcha. So I had to break it up across a couple of days. That's cool. Um, And I was like, oh, okay, I'll go back and I'll have a listen to something I haven't listened to for quite some time. The Dark Delight. Does that bring back a memory at all? Um, it's funny that you say that because I'm wanting to say that that is from a band called Dynasty, or Dark Delight, or Dynasty. Dynasty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on which country you're from, and I I can't remember which one which way they say it. I think did Kirsty used to say it was Dynasty. She said, Di- uh, "Well, maybe she used to say Dynasty." Oh, no, I don't Who know. Did say no, that? uh, that's right. James, that. James in New Zealand would said dynasty, so that's how. I oh, said it. that's right. Yeah, I can't remember. It's like one of those things where, in the US, you say it one way, and in Australia, they say it a different way. And I've been here so long now that I don't remember either. I just you call them, you call them, but their name is like D Y N Z, isn't it? Yeah, Z dynasty or Z T Y for the. Rest of the people outside of the United States. So you listened to Z. the Dark Delight. The Dark Delight. I don't know what made me listen to that. I was just trying to think. I want to kind of get out of my little hard rock and pop rut. <laughs> you just got back into the hard rock and you're already getting out. <laughs> oh, well, I've been in there for quite some time. It's just that I hadn't been on here for a while. That's true. Um, that's true. Yeah. See, I hadn't listened to that. It, it must have been at least six to nine months. Easily. Popped in my head and then straight away, sure, listened to the first track. And I was like, Oh my god, I love Niles' vocals! You're right back in it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went and had a, a little bit of a listen to the tail end of that again today. It's such a good album. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I was trying to think, since I was listening to something repetitively, mm-hmm. I told you a little earlier, I listened to this album three times yesterday. Once today, must must have been a short album. It was, luckily enough, because I also listened to it two. It might have been three times during the week. Ah, a little album that we all love, the Book of the, Souls, maybe. The Book of No, sorry, the Cult. <laughs> Under the what? Under the Midnight Sun. That'd be it. And uh, I just want to say, no interventions needed. <laughs> on this album, I'll quit this album when I want to quit listening to it. I'm yeah. just not ready to. It's a good album, solid. That's putting it mildly. Yeah. So it reminds me. We we kind of talked about this um, pre episode, pre what we're talking about now. The cult and how such albums are very very easy to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it, and it reminds me. So that album reminds me of this album where I can just listen to it whenever I want, and I'll never tire of it. Mm-hmm. Could could you maybe guess what that is? I know it's a pretty broad. Uh, kind of, what's a fallback album? Oh, I know what it is. If, I definitely know it. it's going to be Samson sh- uh, Shock Tactics. Is that it? You could. You are so close. That could be it. But it's more in line with the cult. It's not Samson this time. I don't have any idea right now. The Killers, Samstown. 
Oh, yeah. I'm usually snore. I'm usually uh, thinking about. Uh, I'm usually trying to put myself into tension around the time you're talking about them. <laughs> As I'm sure you are. No, the Killers. So oh, I, it's another album. I just don't get tired of this album, and it's like it's an album for all occasions. I can be in a good mood, a bad mood, happy, whatever. Okay. Um, so I had a bit of a listen to that, and like I said, I was coming out of my pop and hard rock. Um, phase that i'd been in for a good number of months are, are you talking about the phase that made me say aha that's the one baby <laughs> so this is an album you know the band you don't know the album okay it's a melodeth band bellacore of breath and bone and so i hadn't listened to this god i can't even remember the last time it's an album that sat in my car for a year. This is when I was still driving to and from work, and that's mm-hmm. all I would listen to. Like, I love this album. Mm-hmm. And it was prompted by listening to a podcast. And not that the podcast had anything to do with this directly. It just kind of made me want to go back and listen to some heavier music. Okay. And oh, I know you don't like growly vocals, and some of them can be very cookie-cutter. But the guy in this band, yeah. he is so good at this. I love the way he does his growls and stuff like that. So much so that for me, he's the benchmark of that type of um, mm. vocal performance where I'm like, yeah, but it's not as good as Bellacore or it's it's this, that, or the other. Okay. Uh, some Burning Witches. It's a band I don't think you're a fan of. I, I've heard them. One song or something. I think, didn't we? Yeah, we went through a little thing one night where we were playing a bunch of different stuff back and forth, and I think that was one of them. Yeah, it was. Wait, is that the band that the girl from the uh, Iron Maidens? Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's her. So I listened to Witch of the North, and I don't know, that album's okay. It wasn't actually the album that I wanted to listen to. I kind of (laughs) picked that one by mistake, Uh and I was like, oh, okay, I'll have a bit of a listen to it. Uh, they're still okay. It just wasn't as good as some of the other ones that I've liked. Oh, here's something that you'll like. Some Testament. Depends on which one. Low. Uh, did you listen to Low? I didn't. I did think about that for a start, but this I heard mention of on a podcast I was listening to. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I do want to go back and, and listen to some more Testament because it's been a little while. So I went and listened to The Legacy. Oh, that's old school. Well, it's, yeah, it's really, really. Is that their debut? It is. Because they used to be called The Legacy. They were, and I forget why they had to change their name. I don't know. I'm, was that like a I'm traded? Ge- yeah, trader? I'm guessing there would have been another band called The Legacy, and then they just, maybe they had a song. I, I don't even know. Maybe there's, is there a song on the album called Testament, maybe? And then they just said, well, that's a cool name for a song, so let's just change our name to that. I have no, I've never heard the story. I have heard the story, but it's been so long, I just don't remember. Yeah. But God, that is such a good album. And I didn't realize, like, there was talk on this episode that I'd listened to that I'll bring up later about how old Alex Skolnick was. He's the guitar, one of the guitarists mm-hmm. out of Testament. And so he was 18 mm-hmm. when they recorded this. And it kind of, ble- I mean, I always liked Alex Skolnick anyway as a guitarist, but I had no idea that he was that young. Mm-hmm. And God, he's good. Like for that age, yeah. Like his melodies and solos and stuff, they're unreal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got through that and I was like, oh, I want some more Testament. So I went into the New Order just because I wanted to hear some more. And God, their early stuff, 
I forgot how good it was because I just haven't listened to it in so long. Uh, but other than that, I did go back and revisit some Screaming Jets again, Professional Misconduct, because it had been a couple of weeks, so why not? Yeah. And then I got I got experimental Uh-oh. after this. Probably nothing that you've listened to. Yeah. Sure. So the first one would be very unlike me. There might be some people who listen to this podcast that probably dabble in some of this. Taylor Swift? Uh, but it was because of Eddie. Hello? Taylor Swift? <laughs> no, not Taylor Swift. Not even Taylor Swift adjacent. Okay. Uh, it was because of Eddie Trunk. Like I listened to an interview of uh, with someone recently and he's bringing up artists putting out albums recently and all this sort of thing mm-hmm. and how good that this one was. And it's an album called Hackney Diamonds, which I'm sure means nothing to you. Uh, oh, yeah, I know what that is. The, what ro- does? the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones, yes. I don't suppose you've listened to this, have you? No, no. No, I didn't think so. So I was just in the mood to try something different. And I was like, oh, okay, he's talked about this before. Yeah, I'll go give this a bit of a bell. So they had it. The first track was called Angry. When I heard this, I was like, oh, this sounds really, really good. And I was kind of pumped to listen to the rest of the album. But there's nothing wrong with what I heard. But the further I went to the album, I was like, yeah, this is its not really my thing. I could see that there'd be a lot of fanfare for it. Mm-hmm. But I got three quarters of the way through. I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and you said something so the, else? Something else too? No, I, I, no, I didn't say anything else. I mean, how can you knock the Rolling Stones? They've been around no, for no, no, so no. long. No, 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 no. You said you said that you tried a couple of things that were outside of your wheelhouse, basically. Uh, well, the next one's not out of my wheelhouse. It's just not something that – I'm not a big fan of them, but I like some of their stuff, and I know that you don't. Uh, so another band who have a, a new album out, and – I listened to this because I really did like their last album a lot. I know who you're going to say now. <laughs> Who's, who is it? You're going to say Saxon. I'm going to say Saxon, Hellfire and Damnation. So what did you think? That's I mean, honestly, when I look through their al- when their the, the, the names of their songs and their album covers and everything looks really cool. I will say that. Yeah. So, so what do you think of it? I wonder if I listened to this on the wrong day. Because I really liked Cap Diem from the first time I heard that. Uh, it grabbed me. But on this one, I just thought, this is like Cap Diem's little brother. Is it same producer? It is. Okay. It sounds really good. But yeah. this time, the songs, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to say generic because that's not fair <laughs> to say that. Sure. Uh, run of the mill, just... There was nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing grabbed me. But maybe it's just because, you know, I'd been off listening to some heavier stuff and yeah. I don't know. I think it's something I need to go back to. But I got probably halfway through. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I called it a week on that. But it sounds okay. good. And everyone plays well. It just didn't stand out. But it just might be one of those things where – Today's not the day. Come again, try another day. Because I have plenty of albums like that where I don't get into them for a start. It's all to do with Headspace for me. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that was it. So I tried some Saxon. I'd be wondering if um, his lordship, if he's had a listen to that new one. I'm sure he has or that youngster Georgie might have. 
I'd be curious to see what they thought about it. Well, that, I think I think for Georgia it has to be. Before. It's too recent. It has to be pre nineteen eighty three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay. So, what did I listen to this week? Um, you know, uh, it is February, so I decided um, I went with some Bruce Dickinson. We're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna get some Bruce we're gonna celebrate some Bruce Dickinson in February, but this week we have an Iron Maiden story, obviously. But I listened to these albums by Bruce Dickinson: Tattooed Millionaire, Balls to Picasso, Skunkworks, Accident of Birth, Chemical Wedding, and Tyranny of Souls. It was it's a very interesting listen going through his catalog. I really I enjoyed. Did you it. listen in order? In order, yeah, that's. You did. Okay. I, I like to do that. I like to do that. So, next up, I listened to a band called Iron Maiden, and I listened to a band that I don't know if you've ever. I'm, I'm probably gonna, you know, you know, we're fans and not experts here, but I'm gonna give some. I'm gonna give a little uh, fact about an album here that a lot of people probably don't know. Um, the album I listened to was Killers. But a lot of people don't know that the original title for this album uh, was called Leftovers. And Do you know what? I, I thought you were going to say fillers. And the al- the alternative album cover, you know the single where Eddie is sitting in front of the, or the girl's in front of the mirror and she has the picture of Eddie and he's smiling. Saying. So mm-hmm. the, the alternative cover was going to be Eddie with his lovely wife, but Eddie is sitting on the couch rolling his eyes at his wife because she just brought him a plate of leftovers for dinner. So I think they probably made a wise choice by calling it killers instead of leftovers. Not a lot of people know that. If you were looking for a reaction, you're not getting one. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't think so. Uh, I also uh, listened to, you know, this is February. So I, Obviously, I, I listened to the first album that featured Bruce Dickinson, the album that saved Iron Maiden's career, The Number of the Beast, the first album that saved their career. So That's interesting that you say that, mm-hmm. that you put that like that. Well, if you think about this is my this is my belief. Like Paul I've seen a lot of interesting Paul talk on Twitter in the past <laughs> well, few days. Lately, you, yeah. you probably have as uh uh, my friend in Uruguay's brother came out of hibernation apparently because uh-huh. of the killer's anniversary. But some, I don't know. I can't remember who all was saying different people were saying things, but one guy basically said Paul was great on the first album and he had, he was already washed up by the second album. And I've never really thought about it that way. But when I listen to killers, it's not my favorite album, but when I listen to it, I'm like, I like Paul. He's okay, but I don't love Paul's vocals. I just never, ever have. And, and I, I've, you know, we did the, uh, the episode about it and I shared a lot about his, like, I feel like when Bruce holds a note for a long time, it's got some, uh, it's got some meat to it. But when Paul holds it, it's just like, he's holding it for a long time just to show that he can hold it for a long time. And it's, there's not a lot of substance to it. So that's, but, and that, but that's just the way I feel about it. And, but the number of the beast, if you, if you don't get Bruce on that album and you still have Paul. Hey, that album's not going to be anything like that. What would they have been? What kind of stuff would they have been writing moving forward for Paul? Yeah, 
but true but it's just the fact that you said that bruce saved iron maiden uh, that's an interesting point to make yeah. at that point in time for them like, i'm not saying that at some point in time he may or may not have saved that band sure well he, if, I, I mean I if i was it, gonna say that i would have said that's come 2000 not sure, sure, 1982. sure. But but obviously, if you don't get Bruce on this album, then who knows where Bruce is at by the time they get to asking Bruce a few years later. And Ooh. you know the the way I understand it is, Iron Maiden did really well the first album, mm-hmm. and Killers when it came it out, off. it dropped. It was dropping, so they were already kind of going down. And, and someone like like you mentioned a band earlier, Saxon. Like, yeah, Saxon's whole career, from what I understand, has just been they've been like a second tier band for for forty five years or whatever, and a lot yeah. you know, a, and and that doesn't mean they're a bad bands. There's lots of bands that I love that I would say they're not top, a second tier. They're second tier, but I love them. So there's nothing wrong with being a second tier. I say that not as a slight in any way, but they would not without Bruce joining their band. They. I mean, they could have gotten another singer, I guess, that maybe would have been dynamic as well. But without Bruce joining the band then and, and carrying on with Paul for another album or two, man, they just would have been stuck in the mud after another album or two. They may not have gone any further yeah. in, their tra- in their trajectory, but I don't know that I would say he saved the band. I just don't think they would have it's gotten just, It's just my way of saying harm. if they don't get him there, then they're not going to probably make it another – they're not going to make it another 40 years. They're not going to make it another 20 you know, they might make it, they might struggle through another 10 and maybe they're, you know what? Maybe they're still a Saxon band, but I mean, Kirsty heard what Paul sounded like a, a, a few weeks ago. I mean, I don't think that, you know, maybe they would have found another singer. I don't, I'm, I'm sure they would have had to find another singer, but no, I don't think they were ever going to go through the stratosphere like they did with him. Yeah. But I, I think it would have been, we kind of mentioned it once before. We're like, yeah, where would they have gotten with him? Maybe they just would have stayed at the same level. That's what I, that's or, the most they would have done. Or become one of those bands like where are they now? Because they had two, you know, two or three awesome albums, yeah, and then just kind of drifted off the radar. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I wouldn't have said that Bruce saved the band at that point. I think he's accelerating. That's just my way of saying that getting Bruce was a lifesaver for that band because they well, weren't they weren't the stars aligned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they weren't they weren't gonna you know they weren't DOA at that point, but. In a few years, if they hadn't have grabbed Bruce when they did, who knows where they would have been? Like you said, where are they now? Living in, living in America, they could have been playing that. Yeah, they could have been playing Van Halen covers, and yeah, exactly. That would have been yeah, Rock and Roll Christmas. <laughs> You're doing Gary Glitter songs, you know? Oh, I wasn't getting good. Maybe they would. Maybe they would have went the way of the dodo, like Gary Glitter. So I don't know. But mm, well, was it the way of the dodo or? Or you know what? Maybe maybe Steve Harris would have retired and became uh, he would be playing for West Ham. Would have played for West Ham. Who knows? He might have started British Lion a whole lot earlier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I listened to Bruce Dickinson, like I said, then Iron Maiden. Okay. Uh, the third band that I listened to is kind of has an Iron Maiden tie. Oh, I'll, do you want do you want to do me a favor? Yeah. What was that first band you listened to again? Uh, Bruce. Bruce Dickinson. Oh, then you listen to Iron Maiden. Yeah, that was Iron Maiden. So, yeah. um, now I know what's going so, on. So, so, uh, the third band I listened to is in the Iron Maiden family as well. Uh, it's the Raven age. Um, mm. so I listened to their self-titled album 
and I haven't listened to him this year. And I, I, literally up until this past week, I haven't listened to anything but the cult, uh, which are strangely uh, have not been heard of. So, but we're in a new month here. So, uh, but I listened. I listened to the Raven Age's self-titled uh, their their EP. I listened to Conspiracy, of course, and I listened to their newest one, Blood Omen. Uh, really thoroughly enjoyed all of them again. Still, with three bands in, I'm really hoping there's a fourth band you're going to tell me about. Uh, yeah, the f- the fourth band is the aforementioned the Cult, of course. Oh, the Cult. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and I listened to. You know, I know I said I haven't mentioned them yet and that they were, I'm kind of, I slowed down on them a, a little bit because, you know, I've listened to them nonstop for probably the last six weeks. And, but I listened to everything. I listened to the newest single death cult, 83, 23, the singles, uh, under, and, and I listened to it all in reverse, uh, under the midnight sun, hidden city, choice of weapon, born into this beyond good and evil, the cult ceremony, Sonic temple, electric love, and dream time. So, uh, still really enjoying it all, but I just, I, it's, it's time. I, I have a very, and you know, this from years of being talking to me, I have an addictive music personality. I have an addictive personality in like every way. So that's just another way. And the last band I listened to now, this is a pretty interesting. Wait, 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 wait. I, I'm trying to think now. I know it won't be, but I've got to ask the question by any chance. Is it a band that I listen to? Uh, no, no. Oh, Definitely not. Because I've got an idea. I'm I'm sensing a pattern here. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see if you're. I can see something forming. We'll see if you're onto something here or not. Um. And I've got to guess. Can I guess the name or a letter? No, I don't want you to guess. Like, I, want, name I, of... I have a story. I have a story for this next man. Oh, okay. It's a good okay. one. So, you know, my son. Like you have, you have a couple of daughters, and they're grown up. And you know, the, what, what's the oldest daughter's age? How old is the older one? Uh, should be twenty. Oh, should be twenty three. Okay, Ooh. so so you know, having some having a child of that age, the times when they ask you to maybe want to hang out and do something with them is pretty rare. So, well, she, she's three hours away now. So yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, even if she lived close, she's not going to be like, "Hey, yeah, hey, Dad, you want to go? Well, you know, let's hang." Yeah. So, you know, my son is 20 years old and, you know, and I, he still lives here. I see him, you know, we, we chit chat a lot, but nothing. So that, he comes to me the, like, I don't know, one day last week and he's like, Hey, um, there's this band I've been, that I kind of like, and I might, they're, they're coming in concert pretty soon. I might want to go see him. He goes, if I don't have anyone to go with, would you, would you go with me? It's like a rock band. And I was just like, you know, I don't have to even hear him. I was like, well, yeah, I'm in my mind. I'm like, well, yeah, let me, uh, send me some of their music or something like that. And so I go, okay. He goes, okay, I will. So a couple of days later, he, he sends me the name of their album. And it's, the name of the band is, is called Hail, H-A-I-L, Hail the Sun. The name of the album is called Divine Inner Tension. Um, I've never heard of this band before. And, and you know how I am about somebody saying, namely someone, Someone like you or Kirsty or anybody. Hey, check this music out. Check this band out. You know, I, I just, I don't give people the time of day on that stuff. Usually I'm just kind of like, oh, sure. Yeah, I'll give it a listen. And then I just, I forget. I just don't even think about it. I go, oh, let me listen to the cult some more, whatever. So, 
you know, so, but he said, he sent it to me and, and it's my son. And so the first day went by <laughs> and he's like, Hey, did, or he, he was, did you get to listen to that yet? And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'll listen. I said, I just didn't have time. Cause you sent it to me in the middle of the day. I'll, I'll listen to it tomorrow while I'm at work. And he's like, okay. So I'm at work and I'm, and I'm getting through some albums and getting through some albums and, and I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta play this album because he's gonna ask me tonight, I don't, you know. And I don't want to let my son down. I don't mind letting most people down, but I don't want to let my own, you know, kids down if I can help it. So I turn it on, and um, I don't even know really. I tried to describe it to you, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can play part of a song real quick. I, I don't even know what, what what song I'm gonna play or anything like that. I'm just gonna play one. And just maybe you can tell me what you think if you can if you can hear it okay. So yeah. this is going to be track number two because I think the first one might have been an instrumental. This is it's called Mind Rider. But okay. I did think and if I, if I can't hear the track properly, I'll just say, uh that sounds okay. Uh it's an acronym. Yeah. So and then I'll and then I'll because I just worked it. You've done something naughty here. Yeah, so hold on. <laughs> let me so let me just see what this sounds like, and then that way, because people will at least hear it on the podcast. So let's see uh, what it sounds like here. Mm. And the songs are all a bit different too. I feel like I need to be at a rave and do an icky. Hold on. See what I mean about those high vocals? Oh, it does remind me of something. What does it remind you of? It reminds me of Jared Leto from 30 Seconds to Mars. Okay. Um, I can't think of what the name of the album is. I, I used to like it a lot. It has a song called The Kill. How uh, would you describe those vocals? Because I tried to describe post, them to you during the week. Post 2000. Because it's... Like, not, not being funny. That's, that's really what I yeah, think Yeah, yeah. There's... Look, so 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 let me let me give my quick take on the album as much as I can because it was very difficult to have much of a take because I couldn't even describe the vocals. I was like, yeah. they're they're high. There's a little bit of the screaming going on in there, and I, I found that I listened to the whole. I listened to the whole thing, and I found that I was like, I was kind of to be tapping my feet along. And the music's rock. It's rock music, obviously. It's we. Some of it's weird. Some of it's more streamlined sounding. But I was like. There's some pretty good melodies here and there and throughout the album, and I thought I could do, I could listen to this. So I told my son, because so I, so, I told <laughs> I tried to challenge. I got home and I was talking to Sarah. Literally, I got home and I'm home for ten minutes. I was just sitting there at the table, and we knew my son was going to be home. And I'm like, okay, let's see how long it takes him to ask me when he walks in the door about the album, because I'm not going to say anything about it. Yeah. He, I mean, literally, he opens the door, and bef- as the door is shutting, he goes. So what'd you think? <laughs> so, and I was just like, okay, that didn't take long. And so, you know, I, I kind of, I, I was trying to say it nicely in a way. Like I didn't want to say, it cause I didn't think it sucked. 
Because I was like, you know, it's got some, there's a lot of interesting music on it. There's a lot of dual league, you know, dual guitars being played together. And it's, but it's also really fast in a lot of places, like what you kind of might have heard there. Yeah. And I was like, you know, it's interesting. I said, I think if I listened to it more, I would probably like it more. It's, you know, how you hear something once and it's kind of hard to get a good read. So, yeah. But I just told him, you know, I'll listen to it again. And, but I said, you know, because he was like, would would you want to go see him? And I was like, yeah, of course. I mean, I, I don't care. You know, I mostly would regard, I mean, as long as it's not like a country artist, then I'd probably go, you know? So, so yeah, so that's, that's what, um, that's what got me to listen to that band. Cause, and, uh, wait, now you said something, you said you caught on to something. What were you, what were we talking about? You're a naughty boy. <laughs> what? Why is that? Well, cause I was putting something together here with what you, <laughs> what you've listened to. You're yeah, pi- quite a you were crafty. Pick- you were picking up something. Crafty, creative little deviant, aren't you? Now, how did you come? Uh, what, so, wait a minute. So, if I got B I R, I wouldn't want to be one of these in prison. I'll just put it there. B I R C H, Birch? Not quite. Not Martin. What? How did you get that? Yeah, Martin. Oh, hang on. You have a, you said the Raven A. Martin. So by design, I've got to go with the T. Well, what about Colt? The. What about Colt then? The Colt? Well, some people might be um, thinking that. Cult is okay, a okay. C. Fair, fair enough. Fair you enough. You drop the you drop the the in this case. Okay. It's all to do with artistic interpretation. Okay. <laughs> and um, but I'm coming out to something that makes you a naughty boy. Okay. Well. Well, let me just. Say. I can't. I can't say a word like this. Well, I can, because I think Kirsty's got one of these. She's got a little one of these. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you're talking been. about you're talking remember. about Cookie. Because she also has yeah, two, you, she, she also has two daughters. She also has two daughters at home, so she might take the, oh. the she might get the wrong hey, idea hey, when you say, "Ah, hey, she's got one hey, of these at home." Don't, don't talk like that about my my fans. Your fan club there. I've got fans in that household. I've been told. So let, so here I'll say this. I'll say this. So during the week, I'm listening to you know I'd already listened to the Colt because I started out with the Colt. You know, just kind of or no, I didn't. I started out with Bruce. I was like, okay, I finished whatever I had with the cult. And I was like, let me listen to Bruce. And cause I, it was, you know, I said, Hey, it's Feb Bruce where I mean, listen to Bruce and go through all his albums. So I did. And, and then I started, you know, thinking about something and I was like, you know, I haven't been able to make any acronyms for the past, you know, while, because I've just had, you know, like one letter. And I thought, what if I could make an acronym? And I thought, well, I got I got B for Bruce. I, I I could listen to something Iron Maiden, and that would be you know the I, and then I was like the Colt, and then I was like, whoa, is there a band that I could use a T for? But then I started, th- th- and I was like, and what about an H? And I was like, holy crap, no, no. But I said no. Noah sent me this band that has an H in it. Mm. Oh my gosh! I thought this is this is a, a message. This is a sign from God. This is what I'm supposed to do. You know. <laughs> yes, he God wanted you to come up with this word. Yes. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Billy and Coco and Cookie and Kirsty and everyone else in the household. And and, and the bike rider that that I always I, I I wasn't going to name names. I don't know if he's been named on here before. I always yeah, Aaron has had his name on. Oh, before. there you go. Thanks for dropping that in. I send I always send videos of people crashing their bikes to Kirsty. I go, is this Aaron? This is Aaron because he's a bike rider. In case, so. case everybody missed it the first time and it hadn't hadn't been mentioned before. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. Hey, she, hey say his say his name again. Aaron. A A Ron. A A Ron. No, it's it's funny the way you say that because when you say it, like I say Aaron. Aaron. It's it starts with an A. So it sounds like an E when it, I say it. Aaron. It does. Yeah. When I moved into this house, 
uh-huh. we had neighbors come in like a week or two after. And I was out the back mowing the yard one afternoon, and the next door neighbor's wife had come out. And so, you know, I said, Hey, I'm Matt. And she told me her name. And she told me her, <laughs> she told me her husband's name. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, Aaron, but she was saying it like you would. Mm-hmm. And I'd already been here about a year and a half. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, Aaron. And she's like, No. Aaron. And I was like, Aaron. 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 And I kissed this went back and forth about four or five times. <laughs> and I had to I had to spell his name. I was like, A A R you know, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. She's like, Yeah. I was like, Oh, because you're saying Aaron. But Yeah, she's like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like when you say Craig here. It all sounds like Greg. Yeah, Craig, Craig. Craig. But we say Craig. Craig. That's funny. So, okay, um, Let's get to a podcast here. Um, What's wrong? We're doing a waffle. Yeah, we still got a waffle going here. Oh, for God. So, no, that's, that's why I was trying to. That's, so uh, it's a bummer, isn't it? It's a bummer that we got to change. Uh, it is. Here, it so. is. It's harder than a. Well. Yeah. So um, did you listen to any podcasts in this past week? I did. And you'll be happy to know that I listened to the R4, otherwise known as the Ridiculous Rock record reviews Mm -hmm. and i went back and i listened to the end of the anthrax episode and that was how because i only got halfway through it last week Mm -hmm. that was how i found out about the xl album okay and it looks like we're still on a cliffhanger to find out what's happening with aaron okay Uh, because there was no mention of him leaving within this episode so i guess he's still staying around for a little bit longer okay or we hadn't reached his uh, his final date yet, so that was still good. Uh, but that was a really, really good, good episode. And they talked about, you know, how underrated or one of the guys did that Frankie Bello is as a bass player. And I would have to agree because he is, I think he's really, really good. Stage presence when you see him live, he's a monster in there too. I love Frankie Bello. Mm-hmm. So, no, that was a good one. Uh, they talked about spreading the disease. They went back and they were talking about that album. And they're, they're patchy in parts. Like, I really do like that album. Yeah, yeah. Some, some of the, what you would consider B type of tracks mm-hmm. um, are the ones I really like. But, no, that was a good one. Okay. Music from a lifetime. Some people call him Metal Kevin. Metal Kevin, yeah. Oh, yeah. Other people say he's from Metal Kevin Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, production, sorry. Uh, he had an episode on, oh, this is to do with your mate. Do you know, have you listened to him yet? You were going to listen to him during I, the week. Uh, I'll, well, I'll share him when I listen to here momentarily. Okay. Oh, what? Did you have a listen to any episode that uh, Metal Kev from Music from a Lifetime did that may have included one of your mates in a band by any chance? One of my mates. Yeah, we had this conversation during the week. I always say that he's your mate, apparently. Oh, uh, Skid Row or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Skid I... Row. Skid Row, 35 years later. Uh, so he talked about the, the debut album. And I do like this album uh, quite a bit. And he gave it a pretty favorable review or discussion. Yeah. But there was some interesting little tidbits in this that I didn't know about, like the whole Bon Jovi relationship. I knew oh. that Bon Jovi had taken them out on tour and all, but I didn't know, like, the friendship or how the friendships. Yeah, he grew uh, up with one of the guitar players or something. Yeah, with Richie and uh, Richie and Snake. So yeah. I didn't know anything about that. I didn't know how they were tied and how Bon Jovi basically were kind of screwing them out of some of that money that they were earning off that first album. Because, yeah, that was a pretty monster album for yeah. that genre of music. 
time. Yeah. And yeah, Bon Jovi were getting a nice little chunky change out of that. But that was a it was a good listen, and um, I learned some things out of that. So well done there. Mm-hmm. Not that he needs my praise, but yeah, I like listening to his mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Oh, Jesse. I hadn't heard from Jesse for a little while. The Riff Wiser. The Riff Wiser. Yeah. It was just a quick one. Uh, Invasion USA. If you want to go listen to it, go have a listen. But I'll just say this. I hope, Jesse, you didn't need an arc. Apparently, he'd been getting a, a bit of rain. Okay. But he had some uh, discussion there with some thoughts and a couple of riffs thrown in for good measure. Okay. But just a quick so. Or one of uh, his lordships podcast that he listened to that he initially put me onto the rest is history okay so i hadn't listened to this in quite some time because they do a lot of series uh you know it could be two three four five parters gotcha and my attention span i can't wait from week to week so i binge them yeah but this one caught my eye romans in space i was like that's pretty interesting (laughs) star wars dune and beyond so i was curious oh boy and then yeah, well, the hook was there. They the Gom Jabbar. Exactly. I was like, oh, okay, no, I've got to go and have a bit of a listen to this. Um, but it was all to do with relating uh, these, you know, science fiction movies to basically real world events that was going on at the time. Yeah. Uh, whether it was Vietnam War or to do with, you know, the Nazis in World War II and stuff like that. But it was a good one. I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. What else? Ah, oh, one of your Canadian mates I had a bit of a listen to. Sometimes he prances around in uh, the tight spandex pants or perhaps some budgie smugglers. <laughs> <laughs> Talk is Jericho. Budgie smugglers. <laughs> I'm not going to interpret that. If you don't know what it is, you can go and look it up. If you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> exactly. A bit of Australian slang there. Just be careful what you Google. Yeah. Um, the Fright Before Christmas. And it was good to hear... Oh, what I thought was a pretty interesting episode from Mr. Jericho because he had been on the wane a little for me for a while. I mm-hmm. hadn't really heard anything that I liked or that was interesting. Some things were just flat out annoying. Flat? It's funny. Hello, <laughs> flat earthers. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this was a good one. So it was all to do with Christmas traditions and, you know, how they come about, whether it's to do with, you know, pagan rituals or, you know, stuff to do with the the Nords and Vikings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But one thing that was interesting that stood out to me, or that stuck with me, I should say, like the garland that you put around the Christmas tree. I'm sure you know what garland is. Mm. Would I be right? Okay, you don't. <laughs> so it's the decorative like strand that you would kind of wrap around the Christmas tree. It could be, okay. I guess it's kind of like tinsel maybe. Tinsel, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I, I, we would say tinsel in Australia, I guess. Maybe some people call it garland. On this, they did. But it came about, so during the you know the harsh winters and all back in the day, where if they were getting rid of like, you know, animal carcasses that they've, you know, people have fed upon and eaten from and stuff like that, they were mindful of their environment, basically, and, you know, the animals that are around, stuff like that. So, <laughs> so they would go and hang the entrails through the trees for the other animals <laughs> to feed upon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's funny how traditions come about. You know, you come a long way from hanging up animal guts on your tree to some tinsel. <laughs> but that was that was a pretty interesting listen, that one. I'll uh, take your word oh, for it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Don't go, don't go doing that at home. 
Uh, some Eddie Trunk, like I mentioned. I don't know if you've heard this yet. Uh, Vince Neil and Scott Stepp. No. And I was like, oh. I was like, I don't even know who Scott Stepp is now. I listened to it, but I don't remember. He's, he's a, in some band didn't he, didn't listen to. He's the lead singer of Creed. That's what it was. I don't even know if I can tell you a song by them. You've probably heard a few of them. You just don't um, know. I'm sure I have. Um, but Vince Neil, I was like, oh, I don't want to listen to that. Uh-huh. And then I was like, you know what? The whole reason that I didn't want to listen to it is what made me right. listen to it. <laughs> exactly. I was, I was like, what's this train wreck up to? Yeah. And it was interesting listening to him because for a start i was like oh okay he's eddie trunk he's just kind of pandering to him sure like it wasn't really to do with anything there was a couple of little stories about what vince had been up to i was like i don't want to know about any of this just tell me about not touring and touring again sure so he he did kind of touch on it and said that when it came about that he hadn't thought about it much and he was like oh, that sounds all right we'll go on tour basically but the meaty part for me was they talked about John Five's addition to Motley Crue. Okay. And oh, I'm not a big Motley Crue fan, not by any stretch. Yeah. But I think the – who do you think is the most likable person in that band? Uh, the most likable would have been Mick Mars. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what's the addition I, – I don't remember how he termed it or how he phrased it. How's the addition of John Five? It was something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I don't need to worry about certain things anymore, and I'm a better singer now. The addition of John Five has made Vince Neil a better singer. <laughs> now that bar's set pretty low to start with. <laughs> if you want to, every third, fourth, and fifth, you know, word is yeah. thrown out by the crowd. But because he doesn't need to worry about the wrong song being played or getting mixed up within the song. This is all referring to Mick Mars. Sure. And I was like, you know what? Hang on. Give me half a second here. This is what I think of. <laughs> yeah, I don't like I don't like Motley Crue. I put it like that. I don't like the people in Motley Crue. I think that you're a Bruce Dickinson, Iron Maiden, The Raven Age, <laughs> Cult, Hail the Sun. There you go. You're a bitch. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'll say it. Yeah. Not the same words. I was like, you know what? You could have said something just to at least have been diplomatic or neutral, but you're just a bitch. Mm-hmm. That's what I think of him. And I'm not usually negative on people, but you're a bitch, Vince Neil. <laughs> I, I will say, I mean, I, I, like, I think, you know, and obviously this is just, I'm not a huge Motley Crue fan. Like, I think if in the right environment, like Tommy Lee... Nikki six and probably Vince would all be cool to hang out with. Like they just, you know, I think there's cool things about them. Like, like, you know, Nikki used to be really tight with Blackie lawless back in the day and they all knew Blackie back in the day. So I think, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think there'd be something really cool about them too, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, they just, it seems like they're on the wrong end of what's going on there. So. I've never understood. I mean, I did. I liked the album Girls, 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 and there's a couple of songs that mm. I don't mind here and there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I liked Girls, Girls, Girls back in the day. I listened to it sometime last year. I was like, oh, okay. That sucks. This is, shite. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. It's I pretty. Would. It was pretty shite. ordinary. I thought, I thought it was shite back then. Like, I think the album Shout at the Devil is awesome. Like, it's really strong. 
And I like the album they did with John Karabi. Outside of that, it's like the song Wild Side on Girls, Girls, Girls that's, that's is a good song. song. Yeah. Outside of that, I, yeah, suck. I don't know. I never understood how they got so big. And I was like, is this really just hype? Do people buy in? Because they create their own hype. Oh, they and were like, masters of hype. Them? They were masters of hype back then, yeah. Because I think that they're just pretty, I'm not going to say average, yeah. But they're not exceptional musicians well, at they, all. Oh, they're definitely. But they they had the song, you know, they had "Home Sweet Home," which was a massive hit. And good song. That's a. I, I think as a ballads go, it's great. It is a fantastic. Any band wishes they would have wrote that song. It's a really good song. You know, it's a it's a pretty song. It's nice. It's it's one of those songs that like military people use when they're coming home from you know being overseas or whatever. It's just a great song. You know, uh, smoking in the boys' room was okay. I it was guess. catchy. I did like that. I yeah, I mean, I liked it when I was. It came out when I was about fourteen or fifteen, maybe. So, yeah. but yeah, girl, like girls, girls, girls. I mean, I I think the title track on that's garbage. So stupid. And then, but that one song was good. That uh, Wild Side got a good yeah. riff and Doctor Feel Good. I didn't like. You know, uh, I was. I was gone by then. It I mean, was, yeah, what is it? Kickstart your heart? Yeah, it's a good song. It's, yeah, there's some decent stuff, but I mean, not, yeah, yeah. Either way, yeah, I'm not a. I, I, I said what I liked. Like, I think Shout the Devil's great. I will listen to that from time to time. Yeah, I wouldn't give these dudes the time of day. Um, and John Five, I don't have nothing bad to say about him because I don't know enough. He seems like an awesome dude. He probably seems like, like a really yeah, awesome I mean, dude. He got on the phone there for a little bit, but I just thought there's no need. You don't. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to lift yourself by putting someone else down? Yeah. It doesn't work like that. You didn't need to say anything. But anyway, I don't care. Mm-hmm. They can get nodded. Uh, anyway, <laughs> after that, yeah, I don't know. I'm on, I'm on, like I said, I'm all buzzed up on caffeine. And I can safe. tell. <laughs> hey, where, where does Simeon live in Paris? I wonder if he lives. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Yeah. Wrong, wrong episode. episode. <laughs> anyway, so after that, I've only listened to one more thing. And... I almost didn't listen to this, and I talked to you about this, because I saw the subject matter of the episode, and I was like, oh, I'm not interested in this, even though I usually listen to this person's podcast. Mm-hmm. It was about extreme metal mm-hmm. from Metal Chat with Melissa. Right. And I was like, I don't listen to extreme metal. Like, I listen to some heavy things. You do. But, I mean, I don't listen to extreme, like, brutal stuff. Yeah. But I was like, oh, no, I'll go back and I'll have a listen because you can't judge a book by its cover. I've learned that many a time over. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I found here. This is one of those things where, yeah, it was all to do with extreme metal bands for the most part. There was some talk of other, well, I guess less extreme now. There was talk of you know, a bit of Metallica, yeah. uh, a bit of Testament, which was actually what drove me to go back and listen to Testament and and to Bellacore and stuff like that that I mentioned earlier. It was because of this. Mm-hmm. So – and I forget who the, the guy is uh, from. He's involved in Metal A to Z. Greg. Is it? Okay. Yeah, his, his name is, he's on the Megadeth podcast. They call him Gregadeth. Oh, actually, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and he, yeah, the Megadeth podcast. I don't know what it, I've seen it all the time. It's called So Far, So Pod, So What. Ah, there you go. Yeah, it, should, it ties into your favorite Megadeth album. It, should be. it is my favorite Megadeth album. Yeah. Um, but it was a really, really good conversation. 
And it's one of those things where I don't have to know the subject matter mm-hmm. to appreciate something. Yeah. And because when I was listening to that, I was thinking about, you know, some of the documentaries, uh, music documentaries I might watch. Yeah. Like, I don't have to like a band or even a genre. Like, I've sat around and watched the NWA documentary and stuff like that. I don't listen to rap and I don't know that band or their songs. But the subject matter can be transcended by conversation and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. That's what I found here. It was a very interesting conversation to listen to. Okay. So I enjoyed that. But that was me for the week. And you know what? Vince Neil, you're still a bitch. <laughs> oh, great. That's Bring great. me back to the edge because I'm on a sour note. I don't yeah. Want, I don't want to end on that. Yeah. You're spinning. You're falling from the edge. I'm just annoyed now. Yeah. I wasn't in a good mood before. Yeah. Here, I'll cheer you up. You ready? Yeah. I listened to a podcast this week that I never have listened to in my entire life. Ah, uh, you're going to warm the bottom of my heart here. I listened to a podcast that Matt has probably been talking about for well over a year. Uh, one of his mates. Tell him Steve Dave. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I listened to some uh, some Q. <laughs> no. Um, no, I listened to uh, Matt's mate, uh, Bill. From the music from a lifetime p- podcast over in Australia. Um, what part of Australia is he in? He's in New South Wales. So He's, no one probably outside of Australia says, "Well, what is New South Wales?" That so Sydney mm-hmm. is the capital of New South Wales. Okay, so it's that context. Okay, gotcha. So Kirsty had mentioned an episode last week. She mentioned an Allison Chains episode he did, and I was just kind of like, you know, I love Allison Chains, so yeah, you know. And, and she said it's, sh- it, I think she told me it was short. And I was like, okay, so I'll, I'll give it a listen. And I, I got stuck somewhere last week uh, at my job. I had a, a breakdown of some equipment that I had and had to wait for someone to show up to repair it. So I was just waiting, and I was like, you know what, I got some free time. Let me, let me, let me find this guy. And so I played the the Jar of Flies episode, and I was like, yeah, okay, you know, and then. I, but while I was listening to it, I'm I'm looking through his his stuff that he's done, and he's got tons of episodes. Well, there's a lot, and so I just started cherry picking episodes, and I probably cherry picked about twenty of them, just because I started seeing oh, what, sixteen minutes, twelve minutes, fourteen minutes. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I can listen to these quick. That's a good, and 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 in the same time, I thought, let me I'm picking all the stuff. Like, let me see if he agrees with me on ACDC or kiss or Ozzy or you know whoever so i just started cherry picking a whole bunch of random episodes and just saving them on spotify i don't use spotify but i do have a spotify app on my phone that i can get into if i need to and and that's the only place he's at apparently so so uh so i listened to the jar of flies 30th anniversary and and apparently all of his things are anniversary years so yeah yeah. Uh, I listened to his Ozzy Osbourne Bark the Moon 40 years episode. That was I'm sure he I'm sure he does that just to make us all feel old too, by the way. Oh my god, I know. I got that when it was like two years old. Because <laughs> I, I've listened to some of those and yeah. he was like, This is the 35th anniversary. I was like, Oh my god, is it that long? Like you know it yeah, is, yeah. but you don't think about it. Yeah, then I listened to one that was Alice Cooper from the inside, 45 years. Ooh. Uh then I listened to um Paul Stanley solo album. Uh, I guess that would have been 45 years at the time. And uh, I think, well, that was the last one I listened to, but the one I listened to before that 
the one that really caught me off guard when I saw it, that I was like, you know, one of the, well, of I've got tons of them still saved that I that to listen to, but he had one for the live album by Dawkin beast from the East. Like it was, must've been it's 30 year anniversary, 35 year anniversary or whatever. And I was like, well, that should be interesting because you know, that's, I think that's a great live album. And I listened to it and I really enjoyed everything he had to say about it. He was talking about, he's like, you know, he talked about how great of an album it was. And he kind of was the short of it. He said, I don't understand why more people don't name this when they named the best live albums of all time. And I really, to me, beast from the East is like a top. I don't, I don't know where it would like, if I was naming my top 10 favorite live albums, I definitely think that would be in it. It's a great album. It's, I mean, it's Dawkin at their best, you know, Don Dawkins voice was amazing. You know, the harmonies are great. The background vocals are great. Uh, the background vocals, the harmonies, the, um, the, you know, the music's great. George Lynch's guitar is great. And it's just, it's just a really good album, man. I really like it a lot. So, but yeah, I listened to, so that'd be one, two, three, five episodes of his. So there, you know, that's, and, and, you know, I'll probably, and I'll definitely listen to more, you know, it's just a matter of making the time to do it. So. So yeah, I really, I, I enjoyed it. You know, at first when I turned it on, I was just like, oh wow, this guy's like, he's got a, he's got a really strong uh, Australian accent. You know, I'm used to your, you know, your watered down English, <laughs> your American accent, <laughs> Australian American accent. So. I've got, I've got the Budweiser beer of, uh, of accents. <laughs> it's just watered down swill. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but he started talking at first, it took me a little bit like listening to the jar of flies I got through it. And I didn't really agree with him about everything on jar of flies that he said, but, but you know, it's good. Yeah, it's, yeah. I like, I like what he says. It's like, I don't agree with everything, but it's interesting to hear a different perspective. Yeah. And you know, he, he, uh, he does his podcast by himself. So like I, I, it made me, rem- it made me remember, you the know, good old days. Yeah. When I started <laughs> and, and just, uh, how, you know, just, you know, having to really make sure you got your stuff together when you do it, you can, cause I can tell listening to him that he knows, you know, he knows how he's going to say things and he does, but he yeah. doesn't sound like he's reading or anything. He just sounds like, well, like he's scripted, but he knows how to talk as well. And, uh, cause be, cause he's putting out so much information. I mean, if he has all that in his brain, then he's, he is, a, he's not a fan. He's an expert, you know? So. I just, I just look. Did you just bust the suggestion cherry? What does that mean? I mean, I know the lingo, but but what, of, a, of all the suggestions that I've given you, hey, go listen to this, go listen to that. Is this the first thing that I can think of <laughs> you've actually followed through on? Uh, I've done, I've listened to a random thing here or there, but yeah, this is probably a, a big one. Yeah, I, mean, I listened to uh, what was the band that uh, we were just talking about a little earlier? The vocals uh, that Dynasty. I. No, no, what I asked you about. Remember I said, what are his vocals compared to something else? Ah, uh, uh, the Raven Age, dude. No, the the band I listened to that you recommended for so, you know, that you had talked about and I listened to him and then you were impressed that I listened to him. A while back. Oh, good God. They did, the live in the, since then. they did the live in the studio album thing. Oh, God, what was that? We took, Machine, uh, Machine Head. Head. Yeah, yeah, but I, you already you already knew them. That wasn't totally. I didn't new know them. them. You had talked about them. You didn't talked about them a lot. And when I saw them, I was like, you know, Matt talks about them a lot. And let's see what the sounds like. Oh, I probably need to. I probably need to listen to some more of that. It's been a little while. Yeah, but but yeah, this is probably. Oh, I wonder. If, I wonder if someone could just suggest an album to me by Machine Head. If someone, 
Ah, it's all right. Oh, I'm getting come on. You, leave, you, you know where I was, leave your little you know mate. Leave your little. Leave your little <laughs> mate over there alone. Come on. Uh, he's young. He he's young, and he's you know he's he's still he's green. He's still green. If you've listened to two or three tracks off an album, if you can recommend it to me. He. Uh, <laughs> Vince Neil, you're a bitch. <laughs> God, you know what he told me is. He said that based on what you have listened to on Sinjusa, you could already do a full album review. Well, that's from yeah, I could yeah. Yeah, nah, okay. <laughs> so okay, so I did listen to that. So we got to get moving here, Matt. We're mo- we're taking some time on this episode here. So let's go and do the thank yous of the waffle zone. We're still waffle zoning here. Good God, I forgot about that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where's uh, Kirsty? She would have had us on track. I don't know about that. Sometimes she's she kind of joins in. So. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to get us rolling here. Ready? We did an episode this past week. It's uh, on a band that I love, The Cult, on an album that we love, Under the Midnight Sun. And let's see who shared it and all that good stuff. So the retweets, the reposts are as follows. The Scouser, the Chatbot 1.0, David Laird. The Happiest Man in Podcast Land, Genmar Yatani in Chiba, Japan. Dave, uh, his royal dudeness, Dave in the USA. Uh, the Riff Wiser, Jesse. The Judas Priest cast in um, uh, Walsall. The uh, Simeon. Oh, guess where Simeon lives, Matt? He's oh, a- I don't know. Probably somewhere close to where he's- Mr. Dickinson got married, is what I'm guessing. In the vicinity? Yeah, yeah. You need to go back and listen. <laughs> no, no. Hello, Simeon. Yeah. Then we... <laughs> say say good day to Bruce for me if you... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Matt wants to know if you have any of the invitations that you can mail them, so... Yeah. So, ask, well, if you meet any of the guys, ask why they, they weren't there. Now, next up is a guy that if Bruce Dickinson had gotten married in Finland would have probably been at the wedding. Yo, Villa. Yo, Villa. He would have been there. And the next person is a girl that if Adrian Smith was hanging out at a coffee shop in Perth, she'd probably go hang out with him. Yo, Kirst, yo, Kirsta. Hello. Hello. uh, What was the name you were giving her? Special K one time. Special K. It's been a while. I don't think she, I don't think she took to that. I wasn't sure. Yeah, she she did. She, she didn't like that. Uh, Special K. It was a term of endearment. It was, it was. So, okay. So let's do a couple of quick, uh, Queet quotes. We got the honorable counselor, Sir Richard Holmes of the Ulster Unionist Party, the only official <clears throat> politician of Uncle Steve's Iron Man Zone. And he said, have never got the cult. Still don't, but enjoyed the podcast nonetheless. Okay. If you go to Spotify, you'll find it. Yeah, yeah, you can you can you can get the cult at many stores, you know, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Apple Music, so uh, let's see here. Next up, we got um. Oh man, uh, I think this was the I think this was the best man at Bruce's wedding in Finland. <laughs> Your villa, Your villa, and he said the intro of the title track caught somewhere in time. Much the intro of the title track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I saw that, and I went. And had, I only saw it this morning. I went and had to listen to the start of the track, and I can 
kind of get what he's referring to. You talk about when that kicks in after he says, forget what you know, bounty. No, 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 no. Of the title track under the Midnight Sun. Oh, hang on. The title track is that. Yeah, I don't. Okay. No, I, forget what you know is. Yeah, that's. That, I was thinking of the opening of the album. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was talking about um, Under the Midnight Sun itself. And I was like, I can kind of see what you're talking about, maybe. Yeah, maybe but, he'll have to explain it when we go to Finland on our world tour. But if it slowed down, like, was it like synth? It sounds like strings um, when they start, and it's kind of yeah. slow. We'll just say, uh, I hear you. Uh, okay, he also said, nice review. I need to give this album some fresh spins. Yes. Never hurts to do that. Uh, let's see. Next up, we've got, uh, well, I thought there was some one other one here, but I uh, uh, got Kirsty Prince, and she said, we've all been obsessed with this album for such a long time now that this had to happen. And then, this really wasn't a tweet quote, but I thought it was at yeah. first. It's from... It's from the flip-flop, the <laughs> thong, the horse shite guru. And he said, very hard to rank as there are no weak spots. And say, so, yeah, at number eight, he has a cut inside. It's like track, what, two? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember the track number. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's two. Uh, then at number seven... You have track seven from the album, Impermanence, which, wow, that, that's surprising to me. And really, at number six, wow, Vendetta. Woof. I took some flack on that, apparently. I saw a certain uh, person or creature. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, But you also didn't write the song. It's called Vendetta X. So. Oh, okay. But yeah. Well, I must have run out of characters. I yeah. I can't. I, I like to me. I that's that song is like uh, that's really uh, that surprises me to see it that low. But it's you know. But I got it. It's, it's they're all good. So mm-hmm. then you got under the midnight sun at five. Oh, I really like that. Yeah, you got outer heaven at four. Knife through butterfly heart uh, at number three. Give me mercy at number two, which is that's, so hey we had that's that's our match. I know I had that at number two. Uh, God, it's an amazing song, yeah. Mm. Uh, so hard to split this and the number one track, Mirror. Uh, and now, uh, where is Kirsty when I need her? Um, I need a translator. And thank, oh, what did I, what did I write? <laughs> thank God, Matthew, the person that wrote this is actually on the <laughs> line with us. So I need you to I need you to track this. I. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna embarrass me? I don't even know how to read this <laughs> word that I'm about to try to read. If anyone thinks I'm making this up, go and look under the uh, actual post. Uh, or not? It or says not. one mirror. I'm gonna try this. Okay. <laughs> I. Uh, what would you call the second song on an album? The second song, right? Yeah. Second. Okay. I knew at the fortend mark. Four second. Didn't I write four second? No, you wrote four second or something? You wrote four ND like you were writing second, but fortend. Oh, I must have, oh the bloody key didn't hit them properly. I knew at the fortend mark I was going to like this track. I said, Ah, oh, the four second, because I, I ran out of characters. I was starting to backspace things. 
tech, tech for dummies. I will. I mean, of the things I've read you write, that this is definitely one of the more well written posts. <laughs> I only- don't proofread. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Mirror is great. What I did a I did a review of this album with my daughter as well. It's on Patreon. She wasn't as kind to Mirror as you were. Mm, I just remember it, the very first time I listened to it. Yeah, it was exactly at that four second mark. I knew I was like, I'm gonna like this track. I could tell by the tone. Yeah, and I think it was just what stuck with me. Like sometimes the first thing you listen to mm-hmm. is what hooks you. It just stays with you. Oh sure, sure. So now we have the uh, waffle zone, and let's see what we got here. We have quite a few reposts. We got the Scouser. David Laird, the Scouse bot, the chat bot, the Scouse bot, <laughs> the, the chat bot 1.0. Then we got uh, the, let's see, the, the official detention teacher who's been kind of busy tonight. Uh, Gen Mariatani <laughs> in Chiba, Japan. Oh, with both of us, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we got him. Next up, we have, it's a family affair. We got... The Scouse Chatbot 2.0 in Liverpool, England. Lauren Laird says he says 22 in Liverpool. Okay. Then we got his Royal Dudeness again. When's the Royal Dudeness going to start actually doing some queet trots and song lyrics and stuff like he used to? Don't you want me to sing some more, Matt? Let's just forget what you know. Forget what you know. There you oh. go. Uh, for once that, I will use that. Okay. Then um, then we got uh, the Riff Wiser, Jesse. We got the Judas Priest cast in Walsall. We got, uh-oh, we got the guy that Matt's probably upset with because since he lives in Paris and didn't call Matt, maybe while he was at a certain <laughs> wedding of Bruce Dickinson, got Simeon here, shared. G'day, Simeon. And we also got the guy who, if Matthew lived in Finland and was getting married, would definitely be his best man. Yo, Villa. <laughs> Then we got, then we got Kirsty Prince in Perth. Hey, Kirst. Hello, Kirsty. And then lastly, we have, um, a guy that Matthew always likes to ask, "What's he cooking?" The Rockerola, the Hell Rider, the fourth Hell Rider. So, and with that, Matthew. Is that it? Are we wrapped. With that, we're done with the waffle. Let's just say bye, cheers, whatever. You, what do you like to say when you get done with a waffle? Do you know, can I say one more thing? I have a feeling I know what you're going to say, but go yeah, ahead. you do. You're a bitch, Vince Neal. <laughs> cheers, everybody. Bye. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I, was, I don't know why I'm so pissed about that.
You're a bitch, Vince Neil. <laughs>